you know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. What these young bloods have to understand, that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. Just attack the basket. Welcome to Buckets, NBA All-Star Edition, brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. My name is Matt Moore. I'm the senior NBA writer for the Action Network, coming to you live. Well, not live. It's on a podcast, but I'm recording this live uh, from the great city of Salt Lake City, Utah. I arrived on Thursday afternoon. All of the All-Star, the signage is out, all of the giant artwork and posters and 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 stuff with all the players on it. It's really cool. Um, Salt Lake City is the good vibe in the city for for hosting the All-Star Weekend. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, We'll have continuing coverage of it for you on Action Network and in the Action Network app. It's the best way for you to track your picks. You get up to the second information where the bets and money are coming in on. You can track all of our future plays, which are going to get heavier and heavier now that we're past the All-Star break and really start to zero in. We'll have complete breakdowns of three-point contest, dunk contest, um, All-Star MVP, all of that in the Action Network app. So make sure you download that right now. My guest for tonight, as we draft for All-Star Weekend, joining me is Joe Delera, NBA writer for the Action Network and NBA futures analyst extraordinaire, Brandon Anderson. So fellas, we're going to do a draft concept and Brandon had this idea. And then I, when he suggested this idea, I was not on our call. And then the next day I called our editor Malik and was like, Hey, we should do a draft. And Malik's like, funny story. And so we have like, (laughs) we have a whole draft set up. Uh, Brandon, walk us through what we're doing here. Yeah. So we're basically just walking through all-star weekend. We're going to skip Friday. Nobody needs to bet on the celebrity game. If you want to bet on the, the rising stars. Yeah, you can bet on the rising stars. Yeah, no. We're just not drafting it. So we're just, we got three of us. We're going to go through skills contest, three-point shootout, dunks. We're just going in order of the weekend. We'll do one round at a time. I kind of made each round is going to be its own different draft order. So there's no like snake draft concept here because one contest has three competitors, one has four, one has eight, et cetera. And then we'll do all-star game MVP. And then a fifth round at the end is just going to be a wild card pick. So add on one, presumably another MVP favorite or a three-point favorite. And then, uh, yeah, we'll talk through the events as we go and best bets at the end. 
All right, we're going to go ahead and get started. Brandon has very helpfully randomized the order for each round. So we're not going to do like a snake draft. We're going to do like ra random order for each round, which I think is great. Joe, we're going to start with you. We got the NBA skills competition on Saturday nights, kicking it off. You got three teams. Uh, notably, by the way, I want to bring this up. Um, one of the teams is the Yonda Kumpo team. It's Giannis, Thanasis, and Alex. Giannis suffered a injured wrist mm -hmm. on Thursday night in the Bulls game, left the game with a sprained wrist, did not return. We don't have x-ray reports yet as I'm recording this. Um, hopefully he's okay for beyond the all-star game. So very big question about whether or not Giannis is going to be in this thing at all, uh, whether the the all-star game, let alone the skills competition, but that's obviously going to impact the the odds here. I am going to go ahead and say, I'm going to make an executive decision that um, we're going to go ahead and go with what the odds were at the time that we, that Brandon listed these. And so we're going to go with those at this point because we don't have odds up for it because of Giannis's situation. So we'll go ahead and go with that for now. Uh, you do get to choose if you want the Antetokounmpo team, if you want that though, <laughs> Joe. So it's up to you. Which team are you going to take for the skills competition? So just, I think it's a little bit too tough to take, to take on that added injury risk in, uh, in a skills competition here, but I am going to be taking the, the young guns here. I'm going to be taking the rookies at plus plus one seventy five. Um, the jazz could, you know, like I, I was looking at them, but I just don't like them at even money. So I'll take Paolo Ivy and Jabari to kind of perform well here. I like the fact that Ivy and Paolo both, you know, are decent facilitators. They're both more comfortable with the ball. Jabari is going to struggle a little bit this season, but I like these three guys to kind of want to like, this is their all-star game. Like they're going to be super excited. I think to be on this bigger, like, you know, to be in the skills competition, representing all the rookies, representing the young guys in the league. And I like them in this spot, especially because like I said, I think that they're all fairly capable ball handlers and they can do just enough to uh, to kind of advance here. And I'm not dealing with any injuries. The rules for this are, are remarkably complicated, by the way. <laughs> I have them, I, they're I, so I, complex. I have them <laughs> up nuts. now. Um, so each player must complete the following course. A 35-foot outlet pass at a moving target from the baseline, complete the pass to move on, or max three valid attempts. This is the one that annoys me the most. If you can't complete the skill, it doesn't matter how fast you move. <laughs> like, you yeah. should have to complete it before you move on uh, dribble down court through three moving pylons, a short shot in the lane, max three valid attempts, move on after make or three attempts, a left corner, three point shot, max three valid attempts, move on after make or three attempts um, dribble to, a, to, by the way, there's an automated defender. I don't know what that means. I don't know. That's <laughs> uh, dribble to opposite goal and make a basket dunk, layup, jump shot, whatever. Um, and then, and the, the key is like the time here, which is why it's like what we're really asking here is like how quickly can you do these things, yeah. um, instead of like actually like trying to get this this accomplished. That's that's round one, which is just team relay. <laughs> round two is passing. Okay, um, each team must make at least one pass attempt to each target. Three. Oversized passing targets vary in size and distance. You have to make a 35-foot outlet pass forward and back moving target. You have to make a 20-foot bounce pass and a 25-foot chest pass. The team with the most total points wins team passing. You get 100 challenge points for winning that round. Final is shooting. You get a right side 10-foot shot, a left elbow extended, top of the key, Left, they're gonna get confused. I'm swear to God, these guys are not gonna be able to remember all these. Uh, right <laughs> slot, thirty foot deep three pointer for spot five, and then whoever has the most points, if you're tied, they'll compete in a challenge points tiebreaker 
to determine yeah. the champion. I, wait, 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 I'm not done. I'm not done yet, Joe. Teams compete one at a time. Uh, team one sets the time to beat with a made shot or expiration of the clock. Clock counts up. So, yeah, there, there's, a, there's a lot here. I don't know how there could be a tie with this many things. <laughs> like, yeah, it seems crazy, but um, yeah, I, I just feel like I can't really even imagine some of these other guys either passing or shooting from any type of distance. So I, I like the rookies in this spot. <laughs> okay. All right. So Joe's going to take the rookies at plus 175. Brandon, you, uh, you are up next for this one. Those rules are so complicated. I feel like the NBA asked me to design this contest. That's the sort of length that we've gone to on this. Like, did I did I write an article of rules? Is that what happened? Did you just read my article out? I feel like that's where we're at here. I fell asleep somewhere along the way in there. During the shooting contest, this is a real question for you. During the shooting contest rules, do we still have to hit the half-court shot at the end? Did we remove the half-court shot? Because that would significantly change the way I'm capping this. Yeah, is, is the rem- last- they have removed the half-court shot. All right, so- well... <laughs> You get it. Now I'm thinking on the fly because my entire cap on this was that I will, well, I was just going to take team Giannis, team, team Thanasis, team Alex, team. I don't know how, how many other brothers do we have? Can I just sub another onto the Kumpo in? Or are there know. other guys we can sub in? <laughs> I really, what I really want for this is for, for Joe Ingles to come in as the, th- when Giannis is hurt for Joe Ingles <laughs> to come in with an Antetokounmpo Jersey and be introduced as Joe Antetokounmpo. Like, that that's what awesome. I really want here. Can we call Joe on this podcast, Joe Antetokounmpo from now on? That's what I really want here. Hey, you just call uh, me just, just call me the freak over here. It's fine. <laughs> we, we do do that already. Yeah. Uh, I am going to take, and I'll, I'll be specific here, I'm going to take Team Antetokounmpo okay. or whatever team replaces them at whatever odds, I will take them because okay. I don't want Team Jazz at even odds, or really it's minus odds now at a lot of books, I think. I, I just can't get there. This contest is so goofy and stupid, and it's so many rules, and it's so random. And yes, my whole cap was, it's totally random. They end with a half-court shot, and like, you know, we miss you, Chris Bosh. That dude was just absolutely ice. Like, he was crazy from half-court so in this contest. But even without that, you don't know who's going to try you don't know if like Jordan Clarkson is going to try to show off for somebody in the stands that he like, you know, noted earlier in the game. Like, who knows? We don't know what's going to happen. I love the rookies. So that would have been my clear pick here. That's that's the pick I gave out in Green Dot. The thing for me is you want just no weak links. Paolo and Jabari can dribble. They can pass. They can chew. Like, that's why they're such high picks. Guess who was not a high pick? Walker Kessler on the Jazz, who uh, <laughs> I dumped on a lot before a draft coverage, and he's been very good. And I kind of just wish the Timberwolves had him instead of Rudy Gobert and all the 7,000 things. But I don't need Walker Kessler throwing 35-foot outlets and dribbling behind the back and shooting fadeaway threes and whatever the crap was that you said. So I'll just take Team Anadokounmpo because I we I, I was plus 500. Give me a 17% chance at it. I can't get there to give 50-50 odds or better on a Jazz. So I'll take I'll take the alternative. Okay, I'm taking the the plus 100, which is what we're using for this, or what the odds were. I am willing to, if we want to legislate what the closing number is, I will adjust this down based off of the Giannis news. I'm I'm fine with doing that, and I'll get Brandon. I'll give you a better a better payout if if the brothers win. Um, I actually don't mind taking the Jazz here. Uh, hometown team, right? Crowd will be behind them. Like Jordan Clarkson in front of a large audience should be entertaining. 
um, Colin Sexton, right? Like shooting, passing, like this team has like the most guards, but the team has, the, they have the most yeah. guards. So yeah. there's a reason that they should be heavily favored. And like, this is kind of built up for them to win, right? Like it's like, look at, look at how this is structured. So I will, I will ha- gladly, yeah. I don't have a choice, but I'll, I will gladly take the jazz uh, at plus 100 here. That, notably, by the way, this format, though it's slightly different, they've only done it once. Last year was the only time we did this three teams of three thing in Cleveland, and Team Cavs was the winner in that one. So I think that's probably why they're the favorite also. By the way, I forgot to mention on format, we're treating this as we each got 500 bucks. We're each putting $100 on whatever the odds are that we're drafting here, and then just whoever whoever comes out with the most money at the end is the winner. Yeah, one of us is going to come out with like a hundred dollars, and then <laughs> be good. Uh, okay, we'll move on to the highlight of the weekend. I like how you structure this because it's like we have like an intro and then like a big opening act, and then we'll kind of like slowly go down from there. Uh, highlight <laughs> of the weekend is always three point contest. That's just where that's the best com- yeah. a competition of of the weekend, in my opinion. Uh, three point contest, interesting group of competitors this year. Um, if we look at what the the current odds are on FanDuel Sportsbook, uh, three-point contest, you've got Buddy Heald is the favorite at plus 420, Damian Lillard, Jason Tatum, Kevin Herter, Laurie Markkinen, Tyler Hero, and as a later replacement for Anthony Simons, who suffered a, a, an ankle sprain, uh, Julius Randle. And everyone's like, why? And... I will say he had a lot. He's made a lot. Like the NBA really likes volume shooters for this. That's why KCP wasn't invited. He didn't make enough um, from Denver. Uh, Denver has one representative at the All Star game and the All Star weekend. They have one representative and a coach, uh, and their fans are not thrilled with that outcome. Uh, Julius does take a lot, and he does make a lot because he takes so many. Um, and everyone's like, "Why? Why would they choose Julius or Julius Randall?" And I was like, "Because he's already in." he's going to be there. <laughs> he was willing to do it. And that's, that's where this comes from. Um, okay. So for this one, I get first pick and I've done the numbers and I've crunched all the figures and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take buddy healed, uh, the favorite at currently at Fandle. I'm going to take plus four twenty on buddy healed because when there's a couple of figures that really stood out to me here for why healed should be the favorite um, one of them is his corner three mark. So he shoots 51.4% uh, from the left corner and he shoots 53%. This is not just this season. This is the last, I did the last four seasons and buddy from the right rack is 53%. We banked on him um, three years ago. I had him as the, as my action network pick had a lot of money on him and he won and he's back in it. And I'm going to take him again. If you're asking me, like, why do you care about the corner three? Two things. Um, One, there's two spots, right? You want corner threes. And there's two spots on all these places on the floor. But those are, like, high percentage looks. And if you can get hot, I think it starts you off well. But the bigger thing is the money ball rack. If you put the money ball rack in that right corner, which is where most everybody does, the last one as you go around, then there's obviously, like, if you hit that money ball rack, you're going to advance. As we go through the rules... I have some news for you. Replacing the Taco Bell zone this season is the Starry zone. What's Starry, you ask? Pepsi Company, discon- I, had to, I had to Wikipedia this. Pepsi Company discontinued Sierra Mist and has replaced it with a, a product called Starry. I just had a 12-pack delivered to my room from the NBA. I have not tried it yet. I, I, I'll let you know how it is later. Um, Spoiler alert, it tastes a lot like Sierra Mist. Probably. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, 
But anyway, those are like the 30 foot threes between the upper breaks that you're going to be able to, to shoot from. Uh, healed has taken a fair amount of those and is pretty good. Uh, I'll also say this, that Healed's numbers on handoffs are pretty stable. So I like the value there. You know, I think that this is appropriately capped, but I'm still getting four to one return on it. So I'll go ahead and I'll take the favorite of Buddy Healed for the three-point contest. Let's go to Joe. Joe, what, what's your pick for three-point? So I'm looking at, this is tough for me because obviously Halliburton is a candidate here, but um, I, I just don't, I'm not like not really there with his form. So sure. especially for this type of contest. So I'm looking at Kevin Herter at plus 750. Um, I like Herter. I think the numbers long, like relative to how good he is, rel- like compared to like who else is kind of at that number or so to speak, are these odds for this? Um, I I think that this will get bit down. I think I'd like him even at like five to one here. I think that's about as low as I would go. Um, Part of why I like him is he's shooting. He's taking some of the fewest volume of threes. So I guess that's part of the concern, but he's shooting almost 40% from three point range. And a lot of the threes that he seems to take, they're quick. Like his release is pretty quick. He's not somebody that's dribbling into threes. He's able to kind of get up into a shot and get into his like rhythm rather rapidly. So I am a little bit concerned about maybe some nerves or something like that. But actually, so it's funny because I almost have the opposite cap as you, Matt, with like the corners because you're starting there. So I'm worried. I was thinking like, all right, like if he's nervous, maybe he blows that first rack or something. But that's not a rack that he's necessarily hitting. Like he's not really hitting as well from the corners. Herter's actually hitting really well from above the break on his threes. So I think that he's going to be able to get into a rhythm, uh, you know, on that second, third, and fourth rack. And then maybe he can kind of clean it up in the final in that corner. So I think part of it will depend on the experience of where exactly he's going to put that money ball rack. But uh, but I do like Herter at this number at uh, plus 750. So Herter is only 41%, which is good, but these are all yeah. pretty good. This may surprise you. These are all pretty good shooters in the three-point contest. Um, uh, Herter's only 41%. Well, well all okay. pretty good well, shooters. Yeah, let's, not, let's not slander. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. what, what number What number would Julius Randle have had to bet at for you to consider betting him as your choice here? Give me a number. Me? Uh, 35 to 1. <laughs> Matt? Yeah, 35 to 1 sounds right. I, uh, I got him true odds, 200 to 1. All right. Well, that's how the books have a hold. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, did you know that uh, right corner last four seasons, did you know that uh, of these candidates, Julius is actually not the worst corner shooter? And it's because Dame doesn't take enough corner threes. That's what I was going to guess. Off ball. So it's actually (laughs) Damian Lillard. That's what Uh, I was going to ask. Dame's Dame's number on those is actually surprisingly uh, bad because he just doesn't take a lot. Uh, All right. Far enough away. (laughs) Before I got on a plane to a state that, that does not have online betting, uh, I put in a bunch of parlays on FanDuel for various like combinations of uh, dunk contest, um, three-point, and all-star MVP. Uh, and Herder was the one that I, I ran up throwing, throwing in a lot. And then I kind of got to, to Buddy Heald. Now I do have one with Buddy Heald. So I'm rooting for that one to come out here. But it had, I had Herder in a lot of these because I was like, oh, I like his release time. And it feels like he's very consistent. And I kind of looked at the numbers. And I'm kind of like, not, not as not as consistent as I kind of would have hoped. Um, uh, uh, top of the key, he's at 40%. Left of the break, yeah. he's at 42%. He's bad from that left corner. He's good from the right corner at 41. And he's okay above the break right. I uh, it, like 
if things get go, I, I think it's a good pick at plus, especially at plus seven fifty. It's good value, um, yeah. if nothing else. And Herder's like the kind of guy that wins this, where it's just like a pure shooter. I think I would love a Herder healed fa- like final, not just for exactly. you and I to bet, but like it would just be like a really fun one to to watch. I think. Um, Brandon, what what is? I'm very interested to hear what you're where you're going to go with this. <laughs> yeah, so not Julius Randall. Spoiler. Uh, I, the numbers that I ran to set up for this, I show three players that have some value on them. They are the three that we just drafted. My top pick would have been Buddy Heald. I gave Buddy out on Green Dot Daily. My third pick would have been Kevin Herter. I'll take my second choice on the board, Damian Lillard. So plus 470 on FanDuel for Damian Lillard. What I'm looking for here is, number one, I want experience. I want you to have played in a three-point shootout before for the exact reason Joe said. Like, I want you to be familiar with the timing getting the balls off the rack and your shots up but not rushing too much, but not taking too long. And now, oops, you ran out of your last three money ball shots at the end. Obviously, whatever the Mountain Dew Pepsi Cola starry zone is from out there, that's the Dame shot. Like that's where he lives. That's the Dame time shot. Let's just rebrand it for that. So I like the deep range there. Dame was in this contest twice before. He did not make the finals either time, but I think he missed it just barely both of those. Uh, I did note in my cap, he doesn't shoot much from the corner. So I am a, I'm a little concerned about that. Like, what if he just comes out and goes one of five in the first rack, and now you're kind of coming from behind there. But career 37% shooter, he's been absolutely on fire entering the break. Uh, I, I liked his teammate, Anthony Simons, here before he had to withdraw. Just similar reasons. He's kind of mini-Dame. But, uh, yeah, I like Dame a lot here. Uh, I love Buddy, but I actually wouldn't mind playing both of them. You play both of them together at the odds out there. You get basically Buddy and Dame versus the field at about plus 170 right now. I don't mind that because Buddy, by the way, Buddy's been in this twice. So that's that's part of why I liked him. He made the finals both times and he won it once. So that's, uh, that's why I like him most. But give me Buddy and Dame. I think I am nearly guaranteed one person in the final. So I'm, I'm live and I might have two. I might have Buddy, Dame and a third. And I'm like floating through at plus 170. So but what do you guys think about doing the double here? I mean, I, I love it. I think these are the yeah. I think these are the three best picks from a number of perspectives. Like one thing to keep in mind, like so Dame's numbers are not as good. Um, so this is for this season. He's only 33% top of the key. And he's only he's 39% top above the break. Obviously, the corner threes, it's hard to judge because he's got a total of like 36 attempts there. Um but like the numbers, he's not shooting 40% of, uh, from any of the ranges above the break. But the reason I kind of like yours is if he hits one of the starry zone shots, then he's going to edge out somebody who probably shot better, right? Yeah. Like this is why I don't like including these in the, I get it. But I'm also like, if you're going to do this, make him shoot five. Like these guys can shoot five. Um, the other reason I'm not high on Dame, like I don't think your pick's bad. I think it's like, because Dame's just like, Dame has a has a hotter level than anybody else in this yeah. competition. Like nobody has yeah. a hot like if Dame is just like locked in and he's hitting, then it's over. Dame's gonna win. But one of the reasons I don't necessarily love it is Dame's not a handoff shooter. I've done yeah. a lot of work on this in previous years where you want guys that are very good in handoff threes and you ask why. Previously, people had really when we've been capping this, had looked at like catch and shoot. It's not catch and shoot. No one's throwing you the ball. You're literally moving to your left picking up the ball, moving at center and firing. It's a handoff. 
And yeah. so you want guys that are good in those situations. Dame doesn't do a lot of that because he always has the ball in his hands. It's all pick and roll. Like if this if this competition was entirely off the dribble, if they if it was, which I think would be interesting actually, like an off the dribble three point competition would be fascinating. But like <laughs> Dame would be a lot much higher. Like I he would have to be the favorite, right? But the dynamics of this are a little bit different, which is one of the reasons why I I don't necessarily love him in this as much as I like healed um, and Herder and actually somebody else. But uh, I do think that like from a strictly like logical putting the pieces together, I think we've chose the three best candidates here um, and not just from the numbers perspective. I think, I think we did a really good job here. In- yeah. I, I agree totally on the handoff thing too, by the way, everything you just said, like that's, that's what we've seen in, in recent years and you've, you've been all over that. So I, I think, yeah, both, both your picks fit the handoff and the coming off the screen, coming around, getting the shot up much more than Dame just like ISO jumper three contest. Give me Dame first pick. But yeah, I, I fully agree with what you said. Yeah. Okay. We have to do dunk contest. <laughs> <laughs> first pick Brandon. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. Like it's, it's very, it, it's very Brandon to take the, take the, like the selflessness that Brandon shows of taking the, <laughs> taking the hit here and being like, I will take slam dunk contest first. Uh, your choices. <laughs> Mac McClung out of the G League recently signed to the Philadelphia 76ers plus 150. He took a ton of steam on yeah. uh, on Thursday. Somebody's just started like hammering Mac McClung um this week and that number has dropped all over the place. I don't know what it was, but it was it he was in the range of everybody else and now he is a short short favorite. Uh Jericho Sims plus 280, your New York Knicks. Kenyon Martin Jr. plus 290 and Trey Murphy the third at plus 380 bringing up the rear Brandon where would you like to go my friend <laughs> so I, I like how you led at the top with how Brandon very lovely randomized our draft order and we all know it was not random at all like I clearly chose which order for which thing <laughs> and I got screwed on this I screwed myself on this because the whole thing is I'm like I'll only take first and one thing because I know I'm on Mac McClung because I bet him earlier today, it's Thursday night, I bet him at 400. He was 275 somewhere. He was 250 somewhere. I gave him out in Green Dot Daily. I don't know what number I get to count this as, but I'm take, taking Mac McClung because he's going to win the dunk contest. It's literally why he's in the NBA, which only marginally is true. He's played like two games in the NBA. <laughs> he's putting a Sixers jersey on to compete in the contest. Uh, there was a dude, who's the guy that blew the cupcake candle out a while back? Oh, that was great. Yeah. I don't remember who. Was, I can't that, was, that was the Dwight Howard year, right? It's Gerald Green, right? Yeah, Gerald Green. Yeah, yeah, Gerald yeah. Green. Gerald Green, who I think like had the Timberwolves jersey on, won the dunk contest, and then never wore a Timberwolves jersey again, which to be fair is a thing that the Timberwolves would do. So right. Mac McClung, he's in this because he's a flash guy. He's a YouTube viral sensation guy. Again, experience. He has been in three dunk contests. Previously, he won two of them. He has a 48-inch vertical. He's six foot two. This is about aesthetic. You want dunks to look cool. You want style points. You want creativity. He has been on interviews today. I think part of the steam is because he had an interview with Shams that came out today talking about how he has two dunks that he thinks have never been seen before. Like, that's what you want in this contest. You don't want just like, oh, man, power dunk over a guy. You put him in the grave. Like, there's nobody out there. There's nobody to dunk on in the contest. So I want the creativity. I want the little dude who's going to jump up and look cool. I, I, I want the guy that's going to make everyone be like, white men can jump. Wow, look at Mac McClung go. I, I think he's going to have like the Iverson jersey at some point because he went to Georgetown, broke Iverson scoring, all that thing. I, I'll, I'll take Mac McClung. 
I'll take him out plus 150 still. I would still bet at that number because I, I think he, I, I, when I was on Green Dot earlier, I said I thought that he would be the favorite by the time that we got there and we got there in a hurry. I think he's the right favorite. We re- I really, I need my producer, David Payne, to come up with a victory lap drop. We need like a, <laughs> we need a drop for the victory lap. Oh, it's the smell of victory. I'm going to take KJ Martin. Um, that's who I'm going to take. I'm going to go more with like, a guy that uh, you know, I get him in this based off of the numbers that that we put in here for the preps situation. Um, I'm getting him at plus two fifty uh, at FanDuel right now. He is plus two ninety. I'll go ahead and and take that. I'll take the two eighty. I think that he's got the a great combination of. I do think that you can be if you have the ability to just hang. Is a lot of it. Like if you can hang, you can do more stuff and complete the dunk. Like I worry the Mac, like Mac McClung's a prolific dunker. There's like a whole, there's 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 tapes. The the vid, the vids are out there. Um, but I do think that if McClung, for whatever reason, if his stuff doesn't land, if he's not able to finish them, because that's the thing is like if you plan elaborate stuff and it doesn't hit, then it gets awkward. Um, this could really be a bad. This could be a bad bad dunk contest and there's been a lot of them lately um but if anybody's going to salvage it i think it's probably gonna be like kj martin or trey murphy those are the two choices that i would go towards uh i'll take kj martin because i just think he's i think he's an awesome dunker i think he has the athleticism to be able to really put on display and uh at plus 290 i'm getting a little bit of a bump on him but to be honest with you i have mcclung in all the uh all the parlays i put in before i left the state of colorado so hopefully brandon's (laughs) right Uh, i will take losing on this one in order to cash those bets, but that's going to be what? my choice. Uh, Joe. Yeah. I, uh, I'm with you on McClung. Like he, I think that was the, I think that was the right play. I think that was the right bet. I put in the action app earlier yesterday, but uh, for the purposes of this, I got to take the Nick because it's the one <laughs> event that just doesn't matter. Okay. So I got to take Jericho Sims. He had the third highest vertical in the history of the NBA combine. Great with, drop. Uh, that's a, that's a great five. Pull. Great pull, Joe. So, you know, just, just a little bit of, little bit of info, you know, he, he wasn't going to be in the contest. Shaden Sharp dropped out. So I think maybe he's got a little chip on his shoulder saying like, Hey guys, like I'm that dude. Like I can jump, I can dunk, I can yam. So I think, you know, I think Jericho Sims is going to bring back another title for New York back to back dunk contest titles. Let's get it. <laughs> we'll take Jericho Sims. <laughs> Uh, all-star game MVP is our next one. And Giannis is still on the board, by the way, at plus 650. So is LeBron. I don't know if he's going to play either at plus 550. <laughs> um, Joe, we'll start with you. Who do you want for all-star MVP? So I'm tr- I've am i been trying to think about the narratives behind this and like who could really score a lot. Um, because I think at the end of the day, that's kind of where it goes. And I am going to take Donovan Mitchell at 14 to one. Because, you know, he's kind of going, he's going back to Utah and I'm wondering if, if LeBron doesn't play, like you mentioned, if Giannis doesn't play, um, I think that opens it up a little bit more, but I also think that LeBron, I think is going to draft a better team. I think that he will wind up having Mitchell on his team and LeBron just always wins the all-star game. That's just the way it works. Brandon says it's a coin flip. I say he's the goat of drafting the all-star team. So um, I I like Donovan Mitchell here. I think he can put up a lot of points. He shoots a lot of threes. Guys aren't going to – they just don't defend. So I could see Mitchell putting up a big number in front of his old home crowd here and uh, bringing home the MVP at 14-1. to 
Were you making noises at him the same way I was, Brandon? Because I was. Yeah, I, I'm pissed. I, I'm pissed. Who made I this draft order? <laughs> I, Joe, I gave this out in Green Dot. I told you you were not allowed to watch and copy my picks. We talked about this. I'm sorry, I man. I was in court. I, I didn't even to. hear it. This, this, feel, this feels like a, like Donovan could absolutely like yeah. just start firing and hitting like fadeaway corner threes. Donovan that's, Mitchell yeah. with 35. Like I could. Uh, yeah. Great. That's it's, a great it's pick. The, it's the Steph pick from last year. He he played in Utah. He had the return game already. He dropped 46 there. He took 18 threes, which yep. is literally like that's what he's going to do in this all-star game. Yeah, He has six 40-point games this year. He dropped 71 on the Bulls. Like, yeah, you want – you're going to take just a guard that's just going to hit a ton of threes and and turn bubble lightning in a bottle. Yeah, that – if you're listening to this podcast, go bet on Donovan Mitchell because he is the number <laughs> one pick for all three of us, right? Was, was he your pick, Matt, if you would have had first pick? Mm, no, he wouldn't be my number one, but he would have been number, my number two. Okay. Close, yeah. Okay. Uh, Brandon, who's your number one? Or well, who's your second, I guess? Well, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so so I literally earlier today gave out the position, Donovan Mitchell and Giannis Antetokounmpo. Bad both of them. Get them together. What a great position you will have. And now I have the number <laughs> two pick where I safely was going to get either one of them, and one of them is injured and the other one is gone, and what in the world? I don't know who I want. My third choice was going to be Joel Embiid, but Joel Embiid's odds tanked after Giannis got injured. So I'm just going to talk this through because I really I don't know who I'm taking right now. What I want mostly an all-star MVP, I know I just talked about the Donovan Mitchell three points thing. That's what Steph did last year. What I want most of the time is I just want the hustle guy. Who's going to try really hard in the yep. game? Who, who wants, wants to win MVP? It's like I, I know that he didn't even win MVP for it, but I can't get out of my head watching David Lee throwback Nick in an all-star game, just getting offensive rebound after offensive rebound in an all-star game and just like laying it back up and in just because he tried. He just ran hard and tried and ran in transition and got rebounds from all the missed threes and then just made shots. That's why I want Giannis. If Giannis were healthy, he would be the pick here. I'm, I'm not going to take credit for it because I can't take him because he's injured. We don't really know. But I, I didn't realize this. Do you guys know that Giannis is the current all-time all-star game leading points per game score? He averages That's 29 wild. points a game. That's wild. That's not even surprising, honestly, that you're now that you've like led into it with that. Yeah. It's not surprising. <laughs> yeah, it's not surprising, but it's, it's still wild. Like 29, he's 29 and 9. He's scored at least 25 all but one. That's six all-star games, too, by the way. Because your guys are gone, I have a suggestion for you. Okay. Who would annoy you the most to win this? <laughs> That, that's basically what I'm trying to choose between. So I'm like, hmm, do I take Embiid or do I take Kyrie? Uh, what about LeBron? <laughs> How annoyed would you be if LeBron didn't play in these last couple of games, comes in and wins this? No, I would, I would not be annoyed at all. I would fully expect LeBron, who is the GOAT of, there's always an of at the end of it. If you're just the GOAT, you're the GOAT. But if you're the GOAT of, he is the GOAT of exhibition games to try really hard when everyone's watching I, I honestly, LeBron was gunning for all star MVP last year. 75th yeah. year thing was that last year, or two years ago? That was last year, right? Yeah, last that, yeah, it was last year. year. Yeah, he wanted yeah. it. Like you could tell he wanted it. He came out and suddenly, like, Steph made like 700 threes in the third quarter. And was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, you can have this one. But <laughs> LeBron has three all star MVPs, happens to be tied with some guy named Michael. The most all time was four. LeBron knows that. I guarantee you, LeBron wants an MVP. So I, I think LeBron could win. And beat last year at 36, 10, and 4. I think he could win. I know guys I don't want. I don't want any of the other guys I haven't talked about. I don't want anything to do with Luka. I don't want anything to do with Jokic. 
I cannot be tempted by the long odds at the best player in the league MVP because Jokic does not take this seriously. And I don't want Luca the night after partying, hanging out. Is, is there partying in Utah? I, I don't want to find out. I think they said Luca gained like a pound per day when he just missed that like week and a half. That's what I look I like. mean, who among us, right? Yeah, I us? mean, I yeah. honestly respect to him. <laughs> Bulking season. <laughs> okay, here, here's my question. What what for this contest? What am I playing the odds currently up at FanDuel, or am I getting like if I'm taking LeBron or Embiid, that's what I'm gonna choose between. What number am I getting for? for I will give you the I will give you the numbers that you put in the app in the, in the doc. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I will I will take then for our contest I will take Embiid then who was would have been my third choice. So plus nine hundred is what we got in the, in the doc. Okay. I, yeah. I still think it's decent value. I, that surprised me. But here's the angle on Embiid, and here's why I think it actually could be good. And, and Matt, you're going to like this angle. This, this is another cynical angle. Joel Embiid is going to end up on one team opposite a different guy on another team, and that's Nikola Jokic. And I don't know if Joel Embiid tries any given night, anytime ever, but if he's playing against Jokic in a big game on television, he's going to try. He thinks he's the MVP of the world, and he's going to try and dunk all over Jokic. And he had 36 and 10 last year. I think he was probably going to be the MVP tell stuff took off. So I'll okay. just take Embiid. Now that we one. got that down on paper and locked in, this is a quote from Joel Embiid after the game <laughs> last night. Uh, asked if he was going to play in the game. I'm not sure. I'm not healthy. Embiid told reporters post game per the Athletics' Rich Hoffman. I haven't been healthy for the past three weeks or a month. I was just trying to get to the All Star break without missing games and stuff. But I feel like I've reached a point where I really need to follow the doctor's advice. Back then, he said I should have been sitting for two weeks. We're gonna see how the next few days go and go from there. Well, so, maybe the so an All Star game with no Giannis, no LeBron, and no Embiid. And no, by the way, no Durant, no Zion, no Steph. This is going to be great. Can I come to the Salt Lake City, Matt? Sounds like fun. <laughs> okay. The Put secret the is court, to leave Brandon. on Sunday. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you that. Like The secret is to leave on Sundays. That's what I do. Um, okay, so that's Brandon's very, very slow pick of a B plus 900. Uh, I'm going to take Kyrie Irving, 10 to 1. Kyrie's been absolutely cooking. He looked awesome in the last game that he played. Now, he's banged up too. We'll see his back tightened up and he missed the Wednesday game versus the Nuggets. So we'll see. But it would be very Kyrie to go through this entire thing and then have a performance where he re like he he controls the narrative of like, give that man his flowers. Like that's a very Kyrie thing to do. The other thing here is you mentioned kind of who's going to go for it. There's another element of this, which is oftentimes you need guys that the other guys will want to give it to. I don't know if they're going to want to give it to Ja, who I think will try and win this MVP. I don't think they're going to want to let the youngster get MVP versus they will like everyone loves Kai. Every player in the NBA loves Kyrie Irving. And we could do an entire podcast about why that's very alarming but we're not going to do that right now. And instead, I'm just going to take Kyrie Irving plus 1,000. I get 10 to 1 for a guy that can easily drop 40 in this game. If if he gets drafted to a team where the other guys are resting, <laughs> if it's a bunch of injured guys, yeah. <laughs> like he might play 35 minutes and just absolutely tear it up. So uh, I getting Kyrie at, at 10 to 1, it's not Donovan at 14 to 1, but I actually think that the number is – still like i think both these those numbers are mispriced so i'll take kyrie irving at 10 to 1 uh we get one wild card pick from any of the other categories uh we start with me and i am going to take 
from the three-point contest, I'm going to take Lori Marketin at plus <laughs> 650. So uh, Lori popped in a bunch of the numbers that I put I put together for this thing. So for example, uh, Lori's 39% above the break on handoff threes. That's a really good figure. He actually shoots a high number of handoff, which that's surprising considering he's a big man. Um, catch and shoot numbers overall he's only 35 percent, but he's much better in handoff situations from the right corner lori 46 percent. that's third best from that right corner behind healed and tatum by the way who probably deserves a little bit of consideration as well um even with his overall numbers not being as good tatum's corner numbers are great lori from the left corner is 59% this season on a pretty deep on the last couple of seasons from a pretty decent number of attempts. The concern with guys like Markinen is conditioning from the perspective of you got to hit like they have to have the legs to finish the cycle. Um, last year I was like, no, there's no way Carl Anthony Towns wins. Like he was a no bet for me. Whoops. Right. Had some wins, had some losses. That one was a loss. Uh, I actually think the game market in here at a pretty high number is pretty good value considering uh, how good of a shooter he is. The fact that he's in Utah, right? Like this is like a home that you get the hometown bump in, in reflection of this. Um, and, you know, uh, the number on him has actually has stayed pretty stable at, at six and a half to one. So I'll take market in plus six fifty as my wild card for this round. Next up on the board is going to be Joe. Joe, who do you want for your wild card pick? So from like a math perspective, I guess the best thing to target here for purposes of our competition is probably a three-point contest, just because I know that one of them can't win, and that's Julius Randle. And uh, <laughs> so, uh, so I I agree though. I think, but I think that I'm gonna take um, I'm gonna take Halliburton so I can get a little bit of something on him. And I part of it's because you know him, buddy. They're friends. They're on the same team. I think there will be some friendly competition, but I think there will also be, even though he's never played in this competition before, I think he's going to have a conversation with Buddy about like, where do I put this rack? How do I do this? And maybe get a couple tips from the vet. And, you know, his three point numbers are good. Uh, you know, he's, he's got a, it's a, he has a weird shot, but it's been working for him. He's shooting almost 40% from three. And a lot of that's on his own. So that, but you know, where he's kind of going, going into a shop, but I like the percentages and in this contest where realistically, I think that there are seven contestants. Uh, this, this is just a spot that I have to attribute a hundred dollars of our budget to. So I'll take Halliburton on the three point contest. I will say the strategically, like I wanted Lori just because like I've looked at the numbers, but like strategically one of us and like a Brandon, I'm going to like lean on you for this. Like you should just take the dunk contest. Like just, just take the, take <laughs> just, that's, just, yeah, that's what I was with this, with this last pick here. I was just going to just total 100% game theory. Just be like, well, I'll just take the other dunk guy. I now have yeah. two of the four guys and that's a completely unactionable content, but yeah, <laughs> one, one of us from a game theory perspective should have just take, I don't even know who it is. Is it Trey Murphy? Is that our leftover guy? Yes. Yeah. Trey so that's, Murphy. That would be the we'll correct move to win. make from a, from a, like when you said the math thing, I was like, doggone, he's doing my thing again. But yeah, I didn't go that lame. far. I didn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll round this out with a pick that I would never have imagined that I was making. I was up at 2.30 last night, crunching my numbers and prepping for this because that's what I do. And I don't have this guy bold out of anything. There, I, I don't want the dunk guy because I, I Trey Murphy is, I don't know, maybe he'll win. I, 
I don't remember Trey Murphy dunking ever before. Like I can't close my eyes and think of Trey Murphy dunking. That seems not great for a dunk contest. I, the he's, three point he's, shootout. He's got some. He's got some some cock back on the. On okay. the he's all right. He's yeah. got a he's, bit. He, the thing I, I watched a little highlights with him. The thing that I didn't like about him as a as a dunks better. He's a little too smooth. It's like a little too easy, casual. Like remember that Tracy McGrady thing where everything just looks so easy for him. But it was like, no, you're really awesome. I'm not saying he's Tracy McGrady, but like you need the you need the style and the pizzazz. And I, I think Trey's like a little too cool for it, maybe. So I, I don't like that about him. Three point shootout, I think is interesting just because tell me if I'm wrong, other than Julius, I don't feel like I would be at all surprised any of the other seven could win this thing, right? Like, is there any name other than Julius that you'd be like, oh, wow, Halliburton or, or Herter or Tatum or here? Like, I think anyone just like, oh, yeah, they got hot and hit a ton of shots. Yeah, you agree? sounds about right. Sounds about right. Yeah, honestly. you know, I go back and forth on Tatum just because his efficiency hasn't been on par. But then I look at the, at the corner numbers and he may just hit the money ball rack twice. So, yeah, I would yeah. agree that, the, that probably this should be a little bit more even. Well, speaking of going back and forth on Tatum, I'm going to take Tatum, okay. but not for three points. I'm going to take him for all-star MVP. Ooh. Wow. 10 to 1. Oh. And I, I'm surprised myself here because he was not even really on my list to consider, but I'm kind of just going through process elimination here. We don't know if Giannis plays. We don't know if LeBron plays. We don't know how much. Like, I, I think most likely outcome would be that Giannis, LeBron, and B, some of these guys do play because the NBA wants them to and whatever, but they do like the 10 and 15 minute thing, whatever. You talked about with Kyrie. I, I like Kyrie. He would have been my pick if he was available here. Uh, well, let me specify. I like Kyrie as a selection here. I don't want just that clip of Brandon likes Kyrie. I don't need that out there. The... His all-star <laughs> numbers, 18, 6, and 9. He actually has really, really good assist numbers in the all-star game for his career. And he did win MVP once before Kyrie did. Jason Tatum is another one of those guys that, as far as I can tell, NBA players love him. Everybody thinks Jason Tatum is the next thing. He's Jason Tatum absolutely guaranteed wants to win the Kobe trophy. He wants that trophy sometime in his Point. career. You know that. Yep. And yeah. if there's just not enough people out here scoring, like why, why wouldn't Tatum just be like, all right, well, I'm not going to let Shea go in MVP or Jaw or someone. I'm just going to like take all the shots and – I, this is stupid. I'm I'm the only one here, and I I'm not the MVP favorite as the number one Celtics of the whole season. I'll show you guys. I don't know. I, I honestly I think ten to one is a little too long for him. I agree. I think that there are others more yeah. likely, but I think it's not a great number. So in a in a game that is increasingly open with like we don't know who's playing, Tatum could be kind of the star on the court. So I'll take him. Okay, so to wrap up, uh, Joe took the rookies plus 175 for the skills competition. Is that your best bet on that? Uh, I think that's my best bet, actually. Yeah, I like the rookies there. Brandon, are the are the are 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 the flying Giannis's? <laughs> no, I would I would bet the rookies or pass in. Uh, yeah. All right, the rookies. Jazz are my best bet at plus 100. Uh, three point contest. I took Buddy Heald. That's my best bet at plus 420. Joe's got Herder at plus 750. Brandon's got Dame. At plus 470. Dunk contest. Brandon took Mac McClung plus 150. I've got KJ Martin plus 290. Joe took the Nick at plus 280. Uh, All star game MVP. Joe's best bet is Donovan Mitchell. I would think that, like, I would say that that Donovan is my number two best bet. Uh, and yeah. Brandon, Donovan's your best bet for, for All star MVP. Uh, Brandon took MB plus 900 because everyone else is hurt. Um, 
and and B will probably not play too. Uh, I took Kyrie plus one thousand. That's my best bet for All Star Game MVP. And then wild cards, I've got Laurie three point contest plus six fifty. Joe's got Tyrese Halliburton three point contest plus eight hundred because he needs to lose more money on Tyrese Halliburton this year. And Brandon <laughs> has got Jason Tatum All Star MVP at ten to one. That's gonna wrap it up for your NBA All Star Game weekend best bets make sure to follow us rate review subscribe our thanks to david Payne for producing you can follow these guys in the action network app best way for you to track your picks make sure you download it right now hope you guys enjoy the weekend enjoy these fun silly games before we get back to the business of the final stretch before the playoffs we'll be back on monday with a weekend recap we'll start getting you set for the stretch run in the nba next week is when we're going to really start diving in i'm going to have a lot of like very serious analysis um on various things about how to approach betting in this last 25 games props on playoffs western conference eastern conference all those types of things get set should be a good time hope you guys have enjoyed it we'll talk to you guys again next time till then let's get buckets action network reminds you please gamble responsibly if you or someone you care about has a gambling problem help is available 24 7 at 1-800-GAMBLER